Hey, what's good, everyone? It is Samir from Beat Final Podcasts. Hope you're all well. Just taking this quick time to uh, make a little shout out to our sponsors. Definitely recommend this one. Check it out. This podcast is sponsored by the Music Producers Guild of New Zealand, Aotearoa. The Music Producers Guild is an advisory service that assists and empowers our music producer industry here in New Zealand. Members get personalized contracts for their music production, free Serato Studio Sample and DJ Pro, access to discounted audio equipment and software, and advice from industry professionals. Buy your plugins through the Music Producers Guild website to help support us all in growing our community. For more information and to sign up as a member, please visit www.mpgnz.co.nz. Huge shout out to the Music Producers Guild of New Zealand for sponsoring Beat Fino. Super, super stoked to be able to share such a positive, positive driving force for New Zealand music on the world stage. Uh, please check them out. Super stoked to be uh, in the guild myself. And I know for a lot of you guys wanting to take their music to the next level, uh, super, super honored to have this opportunity to be around the industry professionals and uh, soak up all the benefits. Back to here to the podcast. Thank you so much all for uh, hanging in and enjoying this testimony so far. Feel free to uh, pop a little message in to our page. Let us know how you've enjoyed this podcast. And stay tuned for more B-Fino episodes. But here, back to the podcast. Here on B-Fino Podcasts. Welcome everyone to B-Fino Podcast. And this week we're with Eddie. What's good, my man? What's up, my bro? Woo! Blessed to have you with us, man. And um, man, uh, the podcast is still going strong and, and it's really awesome to just have um, new faces. So yeah, without further ado, my man, how's things going? It's a handful and a half, bro, to be honest. Um, I started working a full-time job as well. So um, now I just do music sessions at night and I work during the day. Um, yeah, I'm actually a high school teacher. So I'm at Avondale College during the day, and then when I get home, I just kick off sessions and work till the morning. Wow, man, respect, bro. And, woo, I, I sort of relate myself being a full-time full-time guy and then, um, yeah, trying to do the music in the evening. And uh, it's it's it kind of, a, at the beginning, it feels draining, but I think as you go, it almost makes you more hungry and drives you away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely starts off a little um, tough, but... I think just takes time and experience, eh? Nice, bro. Hard out. But, um, but yeah, so for those that don't know, um, yeah, so I sort of uh, kind of came across you as a beat maker, my bro. But um, you've been doing it for a little while, so sort of share us how you first got into music there, my bro. Take us back to the childhood days. <laughs> uh, just during high school, bro, all the seniors would be on GarageBand and the music block. And so I used to just play on the keys on people's beats. And then um, I liked it so much, just wanted to keep doing it and do doing the beat stuff as well. Uh, back then it was like Akon was massive, you know, Convict music was massive. So a lot of the early beats that I used to make was like always inspired by like that kind of stuff. And um, Ryan Leslie um, and all the all the in-studio videos and I would try and like kind of remake that. Um, but yeah, over the years, it's been more about making songs and less about making the beats. Uh, yeah, and uh, and this the last couple of years have been more about mixing and less about producing. So it's always uh, a journey, something new. Yeah. 
Wow, that's so solid, bro. So, like, yeah, like, a lot of people got into the garage band. Um, did you sort of, like, have to find your way around getting your sort of music softwares or um, sort of did you just, like, have a look at all of them? What was the sort of go-to? No, it was always because the, the school, St. Peter's, that I was at, um, they, they were an Apple school. So all the computers were just GarageBand or Logic. So I've only ever known GarageBand and Logic, and it wasn't until later than I, that I saw, like, oh, Crap, there's like Pro Tools and yeah. Ableton, Rudy Loops. So I, I'm like familiar with them, but like not fluent, you know. So Logic and um, GarageBand have always been like the go-to. Um, wow. Yeah. Amazing. And that's so, it's it's interesting to say that because like now more than ever, you can see like how GarageBand like literally had the same UI as Gar like Logic now. But, but back then it was like yeah. GarageBand was actually quite different, eh, bro? Like it was quite cool yeah. to see how. Like, I actually feel like there were, yeah, I actually feel like you could do more on GarageBand back in the day. Now they kind of limit it so that you have to buy Logic to Logic. use all the other stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I swear I used to be able to like add way more effects and stuff to GarageBand. And now you can only add like a couple things, you know? Mm. So, um, so uh, very clever on um, Apple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not very, yeah, not very financially uh, a good for us uh, musos. <laughs> yeah, exactly, bro. Which which brings me on to that topic, man. Um, was it sort of like uh, growing up? Was there a lot of other peeps that like you saw uh, were kind of like financial financial things were a barrier, or was there sort of like the school sort of everyone would just jump on the school computers? Was that sort of the buzz? Yeah, it was always school computers, bro. And then um, eventually got like uh, my first Mac for like a Christmas or something. And then just like jammed beats through like the, the computer speakers. Didn't even have speakers or headphones or anything. Just had my, yeah. my Mac. Yeah, wow. so started wow. that way. Um, yeah yeah it's it's cool but like the humble beginnings but also like taking that time to see how much apple like in itself is is kind of like built for music like I, I i i i was on windows my whole life and when i did switch to mac the first thing i loved was be able to just plug in uh and it's a no no drivers you know just plug it in and um but like that, yeah. that one thing you hooked me, bro, I think, and, and not getting viruses because, you know, we, we try before we buy. But, but, but yeah. you know, these two things, I think, really helped me see how Macs actually have their place in music, you know? Yeah, I reckon I reckon Apple kills it for um, creatives. Like, they got they got the photo editing, um, the, the video editing. I just feel like it's easier to do it in Apple, you know? Um yeah, I don't know. I guess yeah. you 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 find it easier whatever you're used to, whatever you've spent more time with. But yeah, Apple's always been the go-to for me. Ah, that's awesome, bro. And sort of moving on as you got those different music influences. Um, so so it was a kind of like a lot of a lot of that sort of early hip hop and stuff and and pop as well. Um, was there sort of like other music along the way that you got into like electronic or sort of other stuff like that? Yeah, I think like around two thousand and. 9 2010 like dubstep skrillex became massive um before that it was like eminem um akon like i said before um fergie rihanna justin bieber um those those fellas um but yeah uh dubstep became massive um i had like that phase but then ended up going back into like r&b and and all that stuff um and discovering more music yeah wow oh, solid burn um did you like find you had to like sort of learn a lot with youtube as well or were you just putting in lots of hours just like learning yourself um some mm. some like i think youtube was more like shortcuts and tricks 
like yeah. tips and tricks but not really like how do i mix or how do i da 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 mm. it's more like mm. what what tools to use and stuff like the, the yeah because with like actual technique like production and like mix technique yeah, like youtube is very like on and off you know like, yeah, if, like yeah. you could have a person with a million views but he doesn't know what he's talking about or you have someone who has like no views but he knows mm. what he's talking about but so it's like it's there's so much information on the web but you just don't know what is the right technique or what is the right one exactly um, yes yeah so definitely like look for people with credits and people who yeah yes experience yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, i think that's the big yeah. thing is like the testament to actually them talking about it eh, is actually like oh when you listen to it, nah, like, Applying there was, it yeah. yeah 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 the practical so now nah, that's awesome because i guess over the years um you know like you, you start to get more experience working in studios so yeah tell us a bit about that my bro getting like when was the first sort of time you started doing that uh well like my room that i'm in now used to be a um a bedroom but now i've kind of set it up into my own studio setup um with like all the gear and stuff i have yeah. here but um but yeah i don't know it's just kind of built up in the years um i didn't really get into a proper studio until like maybe 20 2016 yeah yeah and that was for like uni and stuff but i didn't really get to work in a proper studio until 2018 and I would hire them out I, um, in Brisbane. When I lived in Brisbane, um, there was a studio that did like uh, midnight till 9 a.m. for a hundred bucks. Wow. <laughs> and like a full studio, including the mics, including all the monitors, including yeah, like, all the rooms. Stuff, yeah, yeah. So the space was mine for the whole night, just for a hundred mm. bucks. So, so me and a couple of the boys would just split like 20 bucks each and we'd just make music all night in that studio. And we did that a couple times like it was mean to work in like a studio and get to use their mics and and kind of like get the vibe of it yeah um, i yeah. think we missed that because like you won't find a studio like that for 100 bucks anymore like times have changed actually, <laughs> yeah. especially with like the um the music industry booming over in australia at the moment like i'm sure that that's not a thing anymore like 100 bucks it's like It'll be way more than what? that now. Yeah, like, man, they're just too... Everyone would be... There would be a slot for a whole year. But speaking of that, we know a bit about this here in Palmy. But um, over the years, I got to kind of do my roadies up to Auckland and stuff. And, and one thing that's cool, my bro, is I've, I've just seen through... Um, just through the following and over the years is you've kind of got to meet a lot of cool peeps in and around Auckland and that. But um, have you always been based in Auckland, bro? Or tell us a bit about the upbringing yeah i've always been like central slash like central west um started up in waterview and then moved to uh morningside or like it's near grayland uh close to like motat and the zoo wow um, yes, yes. yeah so i've yes. always been like central west-ish slightly west um but yeah i did live in australia for a year just to do some label stuff or some freelance stuff before i came back uh yeah Wow, that's cool, man. Because um, I actually, I was actually raised in uh, Waterview uh, yeah, until I was about four and a half, and it's it's actually pretty oh, no. cool, pretty cool part. Do you remember of the road? I, Do you remember I, the road that you were? Yeah, because I, I used to, I I was there for half a year at the Waterview Primary School, um, new interest. Ah. So, yeah, I remember the whole sort of like that sort of like 
neighborhood and it was like man there was that some nice people that place is now eh yeah oh, like gentrified yeah <laughs> yeah so I have yeah, to like like a gate there now <laughs> can't even get in anymore I used to just go in and shoot hoops but now like it's all locked and gated up yeah yeah but um you know, I, I still go to that little lookout by the river. You know, right at the right at the end of the street. That's a real humbling spot. Yeah, which me. street? Do you remember which um, street you? So it's literally. I was literally on. Um, I was literally on Waterview, the the actual street. Because um, is that it's called Waterview or nah? That's just a. So I'm pretty sure oh, there's uh, a street. Yeah, I'm were you on the same on, street? I was actually on the street from, of the primary school. Yeah, I was raised. And what, what I lived on that street too. <laughs> Oh, dude, so, Oakley Ave, that dairy G light was a go-to G. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. At the yeah, park, yeah. yeah, so we were literally just like yeah, a bit at of... the end of the street, eh, the dairy. Yeah, G. yeah. Yeah, right. oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we were yeah. just and directly opposite. We were right at the end of the street, so we'd walk all the oh, way up. So we I were was literally like near growing the end up. of the street as well. Oh, my gosh, geez. And it was close to the water, eh? Bro, bro, we were, oh, yeah, no yeah, way. Yeah. So you were literally, like, raised there from, as, as like, yeah. from birth. No way. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's like, fun. you know, um, yeah, the park, like, opposite the park. Like, basically opposite the park. That's bro, where I'm, I live. Like, I, I'm a bit of a Joe Rogan on this point. I'm literally going to look up the, the number I was on Oakley Avenue, and then I'm going to see how close, because, yeah. Because I was on, I was on 45. Oh, this is scary, <laughs> uh, I, I, I look this up because all I know is that uh, I'm pretty sure I'm 40 something. She said, <laughs> Let me go down here. Uh, Oakley Avenue, and we're going from. Oh, yeah, I'll just bring the little man down on my street view now. And <laughs> bro, so we were on. I'm gone. I've got it. Yeah, right up here. Oh, yeah, so we're a little bit. We were. 50, we were 50 something. Oh, 47. We're probably, I think we we're 56 or whatever. Yeah, we were probably just a few uh, houses away. A couple houses, three houses down. Bro, exactly. So, man, man, some great times, bro. And um, so I went, I literally was there to about five and a half, but I went to the school, bro. Did you end up going to that school or a different one? No, I went mm. to, where did I go? I started with Gladstone and then I moved to Maris Primary. And then I moved to St. Francis. So it was nice. a bit of a move around, yeah, during nice, that time. Ah, nice. oh, that's cool, bro. But I, I loved growing up in Auckland, bro. Like, I think as a kid, it's just being able to see so much. Like, uh, we moved to Palmer when I was about five, bro. But I just I just love Auckland, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't know about you, but some people say, oh, like, living in it's different. But I don't know. What do you reckon about Auckland, bro? Yeah, I definitely think that Auckland is very, like, goal-driven and busy. Like, everybody mm. here has somewhere to be. Everybody here has, like, is very ambitious. Yeah. Um, it's like the, I think it's like the New York of New Zealand, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, go, go like on Sydney, yeah. holidays. Yeah, if yeah. you go to Sydney or if you go, yeah, if you go to Sydney, it, it's like the same vibe. Yeah. Sydney's even more intense. Like, <laughs> people get angry and shit. But, but yeah. So I feel like me going in the holidays is probably like the best way to just get the good side of Auckland, Because eh? <laughs> man, we were we were just like kids, man. We were having school holidays, man. So we we didn't get any of that growing up. I I I see a little bit now with that, bro. So it's it's quite refreshing to, to hear a little bit about that, bro. But moving on, bro. Um. So yeah, like the cool peeps you got to meet and places you've been. And you mentioned you're in whereabouts in Aussie? Was it Brisbane or? 
Brisbane, like, Brisbane, yeah, yeah, Brisbane, yeah, mean, bro. So, um, so was that was part of like some work that you had there? Was it? Yeah. So I had I had been working with this girl called Lara Andello, um, from Sydney. Um, and then once we had released a couple songs independently, she got signed by Warner's, and so after that, um, we carried on working for a bit. So I I moved to Brisbane to beat to that as well. And also did some um, other stuff just with Warner's, um, getting some singles or just recording stuff with some of the artists. Um, yeah, but um, I feel like I got way more stuff done in Auckland, to be honest. Um, yeah, Brisbane, Australia at the time when I was living there, there wasn't that much music. Yeah. Now there's heaps of music. It came so. out of nowhere in Aussie, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I definitely missed the train. Yeah, but I knew like, friends of friends of like the people who are really really popping now you know mm, wow wow that's cool bro. so so yeah it's, have you been anywhere else overseas or just aussie like for Bucky? um so uh ethnically i am originally chinese so i've been back um back to the homeland homeland a few times um other than that like yeah i, I was gonna go to the states but look at what happened <laughs> yeah, yeah everyone Yo, apologies, uh, we had the internet cut out down here. I think we were trying to be all clever when we were getting throttled down in the Palmy North back uh, back when that internet was so great. But hey, yeah, back to the but, show. But yeah, <laughs> man, we'll carry on. Um, so yeah, man, so you had a bit of time there, my bro, and um, you got to go, obviously catch the motherland as well, which is cool. Um, so sort of like moving on with all the cool things and people you got to meet um what have been some of the highlights i guess throughout your music journey like cool singles or cool cool things my bro yeah um cool people i got to meet i had stan walker and when i was working with this other australian artist um jaquille a while ago i think he goes by a different name now but i remember stan rocked up and just like laid on this couch the one that I'm on and he was in like a black tracksuit um, and we just like yarned um, didn't get to do too much music but just like yarned and stuff and caught up uh, yeah uh, who else um, do you remember Ruby Frost from X Factor yeah 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 I sure do yeah, <laughs> so she runs, yeah so she runs a development program at Parachute, Parachute. and yeah. I um, yeah she invited me to go and do a song week which is like a writing camp no the yes. studio yes. so that was real cool to like meet heaps and heaps of mm. new zealand people all in one like, place uh, mm. yeah like there's heaps of engineers that were there engineer producers that were there oh, that like that's, yeah that do a lot of stuff eh, for like mm. pink and like like Dua Lipa oh that's and, right those real cool yeah, yeah simon yeah but yeah. like and like even like joel little and stuff um i don't know if he was there but like he's definitely yeah. another cool guy that I had I I got the chance to actually sit in his mm, studio. Yeah. I passed out so little and um and we kind of just like played tracks and beats to each other for a bit oh, and talked about wow. music. Um yeah, yeah uh, who else? I don't know like I saw you on the highlights. magazine for the um the last producer. Like, yeah, that was and, uh, that was real buzzy. Yeah. I wasn't yeah, wasn't expecting <laughs> that. Was, that was cool. Like, like when I saw, it, I was like, oh, that's the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think I think that like um, I definitely felt quite flattered uh, to be put in the magazine with like uh, all the other cool figures piece. in there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Rory Noble's really really dope. He's like killing stuff, man. Like 
Yeah, very, yes. very talented. Bro, Tommy, Tommy, bro, we, we, he helped me get into music, my bro. So that's 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 what's yeah. so cool about um, yeah, um, doing it. And I guess well. another highlight uh, would be um, early last year, Will Singe. Um, yeah. Came, oh. um, and I finally got to meet him, like, and we 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 just caught up heaps. Um, did some music, and um, this year I've been doing. I, I've been his um, vocal engineer this whole year. So I've uh, just been mixing a lot of his vocals and um, still got a lot of tracks that I've mixed um, that's in the bag as well. Man. So that's all like the stuff that's like coming, I guess. Um, but yeah, uh, Donald Lewis was the guy who brought me up from, from when I was just like starting out. Nice. And he kind of introduced me to like the click. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Wow, it sounds like there's been some real cool peeps not that just you got to meet but actually really like do some life together you know just like do some yeah you know like, real, those some are real probably friends. like the people yeah those are probably mm. the people that like uh you guys like you or like listeners might know but like mm. to be honest like my 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 day one fans um like definitely Don, donald lewis and like mikey mays and um sesh yeah 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 and then like because we used to just like jam all the time until like we all moved to oz and then i came back but um other than that like i got my yso peeps with like sam v aiden fine jana um malachi another producer um i think he goes by m4 and um tj creation kit um yeah and like we all feel shit as well like it's we're all like i don't mm. know we all really passionate about what we do yeah yeah but like they're definitely my fans as well um and we catch up a lot because we're all in auckland aha mm. oh, very well it's it's really cool to hear that sort of like the family thing which is why i call it beat fighter because you know there's just so much gold that comes out of just doing life with you know muso and you know the yeah. the music community so no, that's that's real cool bro and um and yeah, I'm really excited to see sort of how how the podcast can help. I sort of connect dots because I know a lot of people we have. I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah we hit this guy. Mm. So um, it's really cool, bro. But like, um, I actually speak of the their little series, my bro. The one, the one session I did get to make was the P money one, and um, I managed to get time off work, man. Like, had to clear up all the stuff, and I just drove mm-hmm. all the way up to Auckland and back just for that day. So worth it, bro, because. Um, yeah, you know, just lives down the road fun. from me. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, wow. we've had a couple of jams as well with um with some yeah. of the YSO peeps. But he's he's a really cool down to earth man. Like is, eh? Yeah, and I see him walking his uh well back in the like a few years ago I saw him in the pram walking his baby. So yeah. <laughs> pretty funny, <laughs> but okay. that's it, bro. Well, um man, that was like stepping foot at uh uh what's it called? Right here, that was that was huge, you know. Um um, Good oh, so no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But bro, like, I, I, I don't actually realize like, um, like what it was like. You know, and they're like, I just, I've never been in a studio at, at all, at, you know, anywhere. So it's like, it was like a very cool, a very cool feeling. Like, lots of you know, people in the same room, and and, and we we learned some cool stuff, my bro. Did you end up going to any of those, or have you just been on? Yeah. So that, uh, what did I go to? I went to every <laughs> single one of the second week. So I had Devin. Yeah, Devin was there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, LAB's producer. Oh, yes. What was his name? Yeah. Um, yes. Simon. Simon yes. did one. Rory mm. did one. 
and mm. Estelle, I think Astaire. That's right. Yes. Astaire. yes. Yeah, Astaire. Yes. She she did oh, one. So that bro. was that week. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, bro, I was so keen on the single week. I was like, ah, I like to get that one day off was huge anyway. So like, I just glad I was like, Friday was the day, and and um and yeah, man, it was it's actually humbling as well because. That the whole idea of them starting the producers guild, eh? That's like bang, that's cool. Um, like Chris and um, what's his name, and uh, Greg, man, like that's just like a great way of sort of coming together at a time like that to to actually yeah. help New Zealand on the world stage. Because man, there's enough room for us all, man. Like that's what I love about those kids; they see it too, you know. Yeah, I think consistency is everything. Like, I know for a fact that like. The, the guys that grind in the US they grind like we think we grind <laughs> yeah we think <laughs> and they, they really grind for it like because New Zealand's so small man you know like yeah, we say we there's not the, that yeah we're far away from the but like, yeah but yeah but if you're in the US man you're grinding till you like drop you know like mm. yeah yeah I feel you bro it's, um, it's something that's been spoken about so much on the podcast because it's so true and um yeah so many people like think that like they're underrated or maybe like uh like you know i can do that or i can do this but like i don't know man some u.s some u.s people they grind mm-hmm. so like i can't even compete with them man like yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't even grind like i don't even grind hard compared to like those people man like yeah those guys yeah. don't sleep they just they're like machines man like i can't mm. i can't even eat like yeah oh bro it's it's almost like um it's a hand seat the same thing couple episodes back and he was literally saying how like just just him being there made him like feel like like almost engaged to like do some more bucket because he just he kind of felt like like it just wasn't even like something you thought about he just started doing more because it was like the environment around him you know like it was just just came yeah. naturally so it's it's very interesting like i'm very excited to sort of step foot there uh when, when the time comes but uh, uh it's very exciting because I, I i feel that someone like me um, it's got to be a good thing, like to for my workflow as well, because I mean I'm very computer literate, and, and so it's more about being able to um, put that into practice once I've been, you know, doing my music, which is something I've actually had to do, my bro. I've only just started learning piano, <laughs> which is like the, the missing Bye. the missing piece of the jigsaw puzzle, and um, yeah. this this kind of takes us to the next point, my bro. Which is almost like. A little bit of things for people who are getting into music. Um, for me, it was having to really like bite the bullet and realize I gotta learn piano. But for for people listening out there, whether they are looking at getting into production, uh, whether they are vocalist or, or anything really, um, is there any sort of like things that have helped you or things encouragement you can pass on, sort of thing? I think that probably like not being too precious with your work and being okay with just moving on and starting something else because like I, I guess we always think we're gonna make like the best thing we ever make but then like just wait a year and listen back and you'll be like what the hell was i thinking you know like every year i listen back and i'm like oh damn like i could do way better now and that like never stops so i think that's wow. like something useful because i know a lot of artists sit, sit on their songs for way too long and by the time they're ready to drop it it's like man that time like is that train's gone like that train left Mm. the station yeah um so definitely like don't be scared of dropping stuff or don't be scared of like putting something out because yeah i don't know like if you sit on something for too long it's just gonna expire like you put milk in the fridge for way too long and it's just gonna be a chunk of 
<laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, well, you mentioned a good point there. And I, I, I see it very much um, sonically. Like, I don't know if you noticed, but since we started getting into production to, to where it is now, I mean, the, like, kids like Cybernetics come in the game, sure. But there's there's huge levels of, like, like advancement and sonic quality like the way kicks will hit new notes like on the low range like everything's just hitting like new levels in terms of quality um and so it's like you make you mentioned a good point like you, you, there's, there's almost like an ability for you to understand that when you go to be a bit more open with releasing because i mean it's inevitable like you said it's just gonna it's just gonna sound like real old you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah. But that's that's cool. I mean, I think that's more of an engineering thing for peeps listening in. But even for artists themselves, um, I mean, art is very much a, a fluid thing, isn't it? So it's always uh, evolving and moving around. So I think that's probably a main point. But apart from that, my bro, was there any sort of other final words or maybe some some encouraging little words there for everyone? Yeah, just like keep keep working at it, eh? Just um, yeah, um, keep grinding, keep consistent. Consistency yeah. is everything. There's no shortcuts. <laughs> nah, just, yeah. just keep taking step forward, step forward, and and put. Just keep moving your feet and keep moving. Um, don't stop. Yeah, because as soon as you stop, it's it's done. You know. Wow, um, wow. Yes, bro. And it's yeah. like it's um the moment you think you you should stop, you you're already stopping anyway. So you just sort of like you said moving each day uh step in the direction is is powerful bro and um yeah man i, I feel i feel that's how beat fighters gonna keep going you know just step by step you know mm. yeah awesome but, there bro mm. thanks for having me on the show eh oh thank you for uh, for being on here bro and um we got tuned in we'll have eddie on the beat uh make sure you check catch him um as he is on all the socials you can follow him step to date uh with all the awesome production coming out uh if you would like to keep Beat Finder running, please consider donating. Uh, we're on Patreon as well as just sharing. Uh, that's the best thing we can do there to keep it running. But until then, stay tuned for more Beat Finder podcasts. Peace and love, Finder.